Look at you. Look at you, morose mother truckers right here. You are listening to U.S. Comics Cast. And if you're listening to U.S. Comics Cast, that means one thing. That means it is Wednesday. That means you have a fat stack of comic books in front of you. And that means you're about to hear the beautiful vocal stylings of the CEO of U.S. Comics. The greatest much much older brother in the multiverse (laughs) a man who's about to cut up some turkey and show that dinosaur who's boss the man the myth the legend john rivera ah yeah and i am joined this week as every week by the c-o-o of U.S. Comics, the Ozymandias to my Peter Cannon Thunderbolt, the Night Owl to my Blue Beetle, dare I say the Comedian to my Peacemaker, nay, the Dr. Manhattan to my Captain Adam, even the Rorschach to my Mr. Ray. It is none other than Charlie, the Grim Reaper, Rivera, Rivera. What is up, sucker butt, on this Thanksgiving Eve? What is cooking? I, I mean, turkey, hopefully. Delicious, yeah, nice. delicious turkey. If I know my mother, it is definitely already cooking. Stovetop stuffing. Not, <laughs> oh, your, yes. not your family recipe. I don't <laughs> want it. You're gross. Also, Nobody wants to hear about you followed the recipe off the bag about some special. No, stop nah. lying. If it doesn't come out of the red box... It's trash. If your mac and cheese doesn't come out of the blue box, get out of here. Don't look at me like I'm supposed to be impressed by your (laughs) effort. Someone (laughs) figured it out. Be respectful. Take your try-hard shenanigans back to the kitchen, follow the instructions, and whip up some of what I'm expecting, the good stuff. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I understand there are family recipes going back to the uh, to the original Pilgrim, um, you know, uh, stealers of lands. I get it. I understand. There's nothing like history to really help the digestion before the football games start. I'm not saying that there's not. I'm just saying make it separate. Keep a little batch over to the yeah, side for the old timers and let the processed food lovers enjoy the thanksgiving i mean honestly what else is there really to be thankful about i let people worship whatever they want (laughs) i let people believe or not believe whatever they want yeah i believe i want some fucking stove top stuffing (laughs) and some proper Uh, mac and cheese let me tell you your mother almost caught a full-on drago over the top (laughs) death from above punch uh, like Apollo, that was the last thing that he saw. Your mother was almost right there when she straight-faced asked if the if the butter she should she get should be salted or not salted. I, I you know, oh my god, no, it, it was almost the holiday almost was over before it even started. It's 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 blatant disrespect that I don't like. Yeah, yeah, it's that's right. Blatant. Now you're using big words that I don't understand. I'm gonna take that as disrespect. Absolutely. Now, uh, <laughs> this Wednesday, just like every Wednesday, we're going to mm-hmm. hit you with the hottest comic book news we could Preach. find. We got two stories over an hour. We each got 30 yeah, minutes yeah. on the clock. But I got to set up special rules for those of you at home and my mm-hmm. my dear CEO uh, digitally sitting across from me because oh, we're snap. not both in the same studio, although my studio oh, yeah. has been beautifully redecorated uh, while freaky. I was away. I went on vacation number 17 of 23 for the year. Uh, I came back very sick. I love my friends. Their kids coughed right in my mouth, and I got kid (laughs) plague. Uh, So you will be hearing coughing. There is no version of the universe where I'm going to be able to cut it all out. You're going to hear me clear my throat. (laughs) Don't say excuse me. Don't bless me. Don't even bring attention to it. You you pieces of garbage at home, if you want a coughless episode, (laughs) You can edit it. How about this? Is not that, that episode. <laughs> Just you know, it's you know, it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Yeah, I get it. That uh, I exist. 
and deal <laughs> with my coffee coughs. With yes. that being said, my dear brother, mm-hmm. the important question comes down to this. How yes. the hell are you doing, my friend? Hey, man, I'm just living that gangster life like you read about. Pretty terrible, pretty terrible. But you know what? Every day we wake up is another excuse to complain. So I'm just taking advantage of my opportunities to bitch and moan. And you're going to have to sit there and listen to it. I love it. I love it. You know it's what? It's a good thing because it's, it's happening whether you love it or not. You just know sit what back I... and take it. <laughs> you know what <laughs> lately I've become vastly, vastly aware of? Hmm, I've got nothing but sarcastic responses. How dare so I'm you? just going to go ahead and let you fill in that blank. Life is a lot like comic books. Every uh-huh. issue that's dumb, drawn poorly, and just <laughs> contrived as hell, sure. underneath it, there's either a better issue, a better creator, a better idea, and if not, I go to the well, and I have my, I have my short boxes of doom, <laughs> dozens and dozens of short boxes, filled with gold, so when life gets you down, Read a comic book. That's what I did this week. I feel great, despite feeling terrible. It's a win-win. You, you, you know what? That that's a very, that's that's like very, a uh, very perfect analogy for for life. Absolutely. What do they say? There's no there's no book so bad that doesn't have something good in it. I mean, you could say that about days. You can certainly say that about uh, comic books because um, even the the worst just. Just absolute trash. Just absolute garbage where uh, if there was a comic book refund policy, <laughs> you would fully take advantage of it. No shame in your game. Walk back in through the door. Hear the <laughs> hear the no, above no, 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 the no, door no, no, bell. No, no. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And uh, say, uh, just slap the book down. All creased up on, on its <laughs> spine. No apologies to say, mm-hmm. I believe you owe me four dollars and twenty five cents, sir, because this was trash. Be like, um, uh, I believe you accidentally gave me dog <laughs> shit and not a comic book. This seems like all of the heroes have been magically turned evil. Fuck you. Fuck uh, yeah, I wanted Mister Spectacular number one, the premiere edition, and uh, you accidentally handed me a piece of dog shit. Easy mistake to make. Easy oh, mistake. You, but uh, you, you, I'm gonna need to swap that the out. Equivalent. Of stabbing me in the eye and the dick. Yes. This yeah, is what you yeah. did to me. So yeah. you must have my money back. <laughs> he must have been sure. using one of those funny Middle Eastern curved swords that are <laughs> intended for like horseback. That just you know, it's just perfect for getting your your dingleberry and your eyeball in yeah, one it's, shot. It's, it's rude. I'm glad he brought <laughs> the special sword so I didn't have to get two stabbings. Yeah. But yeah. also, I'd appreciate my goddamn money back. <laughs> Savages yeah, charging me like seventeen dollars for twenty-two pages, pieces <laughs> of garbage. With that, the said, ironic part is there's nothing better to occupy your hospital stay than a comic book, and now you're stuck in the hospital because your dick and your eyeball got stabbed by the sword, and you don't even have the comic to read. That that's just that's just uh, insult to injury. It's rude. And do you risk reading another one? It might do the same thing. I mean, you know, look, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Fellas, you got two balls and two eyes for the most part. Am I right? <laughs> you, sir, are on the clock first this week. Hit me with your comic goodness. All right. So, um, you know, many, many weeks. And, and, and I'm interested. I realize this is on my time, but I'm going to donate it. Uh, I am interested to kind of go. Maybe it'll be an end of year process that charlie and i can uh can take upon ourselves i am interested in how many weeks the uh the the poor schlub uh who's going second and and we alternate first and second (laughs) uh intentionally i am curious to see what the actual statistics are for how many times the person going second took it uh you know took it like a champ and had their topic which is all queued up and ready to go you know, uh, searched out research, you know, everything was ready, had the knife in the fork, the napkin around their neck, everything was ready to go except the steak. They lost their topic. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how many times statistically that really did happen. 
Uh, it might make for interesting conversation. I might be the only one who cares. We'll never I, really know. I borrowed we'll your know. brain, so probably most of the time. <laughs> that's that's fair. And there, you, there really wasn't that much to spare, so I, I don't appreciate that shit. You drank my milkshake often. <laughs> so in any case... Oh, a refreshing um, milkshake. At, ah, fuck. <laughs> as, as in me- much of our obsessions... Um, if honestly, like uh, when they talk about critics and things like that, I've always held the belief that uh, it's not so much critics or like the, uh, the the specific methodology of a critique that really counts. What I've always felt is, you know, you need to go out there. You need to find a critic voice that mirrors your own uh, in terms of taste that's that's i mean when you when you're dealing about any art form i've said this before it, it's completely subjective one person's trash is another person's treasure 100 and um you know you might get to wildly uh conflicting uh, uh reports when you're talking about critics voices and things along those lines who do you believe well if you have a particular uh, a particular critic out there or a group or or what a site whatever you know you know that you're on the same page with them most times um for for charlie uh you know i believe uh, i can speak for him safely in this situation uh for charlie and myself it's it's really just each other obviously <laughs> obviously we do reach out um here and there for for other voices that we respect and uh quite frankly don't always agree with I would say I would put our statistics conservatively in the ninety nine, you know, in the ninety nine percentage. Um, I know gross. that if Charlie, <laughs> it's embarrassing, really. Sometimes I lie about it. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, no. this is great. Charlie hates it. Charlie hates it. I mean, legit, legitimately, I think the only type of stuff that I love that Charlie hates is because he's like allergic to it. Charlie's <laughs> like, fuck peanut butter. I'm like, no, man, it's really good. Fuck milk too. All right, all right, Charlie, relax. Anyways. While I just enjoy um, some shellfish. <laughs> That's hurtful. Just hurtful, man. Um, Who got some scram? <laughs> but um, but that all being said, I I I I'm confident with uh, some things even more than others. And uh, this week, uh, as every week, no, sorry, ah. rewind. Um, this week in particular, I had reached out to Charlie in his little sickness. Again, I had no sympathy for him because he's not even unpacked from his eighteen vacation. Because I'm, I'm vacation. sick, but I'm tan <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and and just and still nice and full from the buffet. And um, a little hungover, but, to be honest. <laughs> son of a bitch. So, uh, so I reached out to Charlie because for me, the most recent episode that I happened to catch, uh, and I know Charlie did not. Um, I, I felt that was frankly the best thus far of the, an, a season of amazing episodes is Watchmen. So Um, good. I mean, literally as I'm watching this particular episode, you're watching the Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the guy. I'm the one they're talking about. Um, I mean, legitimately as I'm watching it, it's, it's, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes into an approximate hour long run, uh, I'm already thinking about how do I express to Charlie that he needs to watch us immediately. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I really, I, I shortchanged my own enjoyment to a certain degree because <laughs> uh, my thoughts are I need to let Charlie know about this and he's floating on the ocean someplace. Oh my God almighty, how amazing was the the episode in question which charlie knows exactly what i mean how amazing is that episode how amazing is the show i can't get over how good the show is and i fell into like a real weird accident where the first three i was late to the party by design i had other things i had to finish watching i wanted to reread watchmen uh before kind of jumping into the show Mm -hmm. i was kind of warned that the show does not give a fuck if you read the book in as much as they are not going to explain anything. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you chose not to do research? Fuck you then. Uh, And it is aggressive. They have deep cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like watching yeah, the movie it, it, does it's not going help. Balls deep on that. Uh, with that, with that in mind, it's like take this. Um, <laughs> so I watched yeah, the I first felt- three episodes and like was like, all right, time for episode four. 
<clears throat> it's not out yet. Yeah. How dare yeah, you? That's that is the uh, the very unfortunate um, kind of collateral damage of the Netflix esque streams out there uh, that we have to contend with. You know, it's very it's it's just one of those things where you become very acclimated to having an entire season dropped in front of you, much like a Thanksgiving dinner where you couldn't possibly, if you had prepared like you do for a marathon, for the type of meal that you're about to ingest, you can never ingest the entire Thanksgiving dinner. That's what the Netflix and the Netflixites uh, have done to us. They're like, here's more shit than you can possibly digest in one sitting. But here it is. And um, it's just, you you just get very used to it very quickly. So then when a series comes along and you've got to wait, you expect me to wait yeah. like some kind of, How what am I like, dare. what am I, a monster? What did I, what did I do to hurt you? That's Why what am I like. on the naughty list? That's yeah, what you feel like you got in trouble. Like. Yep. It's, it's the girl of your dreams getting mm-hmm. buck naked in front of you and yep. then getting dressed and going home. You're like, I'm about to wait. What did I do? And they're like, see you next week for the continuing yeah. adventures of my nudity. They're like, how see dare you? See you next time, Aziz Ansari. Call me an Uber. Yeah, exactly. The, just to give everyone the exact text, uh, Sunday you sent me a message. Holy mm-hmm. shit, though, the new Watchmen episode. I wrote back, tomorrow I'll enjoy it. And then I went to bed early. The next day, kind of <laughs> randomly, I just send you... 20 minutes into Watchmen, and fuck me, is it good? You yes. just write, it gets better. I respond, yep. the Superman connection made my heart sing. You just responded, <laughs> wait. Uh, it, it was, it never has it been easier to communicate volumes with yeah. half words. It's just it's, it's ludicrous. It's just so good. And and look, and, and here's the thing. For, for anyone, if you're listening to this, I, I know that I'm not talking about you. But obviously, there might be some, there might be some uh, questionable sitting at the Thanksgiving table. Some asshole uh, around you already. tomorrow. Exactly right. Um, but but uh, anyone who's in the know uh, is already aware. Alan Moore, as brilliant as he is, and he is he is a brilliant. He was once described. You know what? I I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to mess up the the quote so I I won't but I mean to me he he kind of looks like he's a uh he's a professor at you know at Harry Potter school um he he looks like the wizard that that creatively he is now that all being said the you would take that the, as a compliment I feel <laughs> it, it totally was if you live in uh, in England it, it totally is um but uh, but anyone who knows as brilliant as his content is, and um, he's not just brilliant for for what comes out of his pen or or you know fingertips um, as he's typing, um, the the generations plural of amazing creators that he's inspired because of his incredible creations is like a whole separate category. You know I mean, look, there's there's one thing. Uh, to be amazing in and of yourself, but to then make the players around you that much better—that's like, you know, that that's that's godlike, uh, you know, in its own way. Um, so, of all the amazing content that he's created in this form that we love so much, um, how do I put this gently? Um, Stephen King has had probably had a better track record of adaptations from his work <laughs> being, uh, wor- you know, worth it. Um, he, the, the poor man. I, and, and look, I mean, he's, he's kind of got a reputation for being salty. Um, no. and, and I, I, I really don't blame him as a self-professed, uh, professed creator myself. If, if someone took my baby, my, uh, my literal, uh, not my literal, uh, not an actual, not an actuality, baby. Um, but if they took my creation and then just, you know, and they just ran it through this machine, and what what popped out on the other side was, 
you know, a, a, a particular flavor of hot garbage, I'd be pretty freaking salty about it too. And, and it certainly would affect my attitude, I think, about the industry and about, uh, well, multiple industries and uh, everything like that. I mean, I, I might end up creating animated porn with my wife too. You never know. Things, <laughs> crazier things have happened. You know, what, what are you going to do? Um, but... Uh, and and I don't count myself in this particular category, but he was not a fan of the Watchmen uh, movie adaptation, and um, I, I would say that conservatively it was like a fifty-fifty split uh, as far as um, you know those people that saw it in theaters and uh, and and in their own home on the smaller screen uh, at a later date. Um, it was not universally loved, let's say. Whereas the comic, a hundred percent, was universally loved. I've never met anyone who whose opinion I care about uh, well, who read it, that's the who didn't love little it. Asterisk. There's there's people who are like, no, it's not that good. Be like, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, you exactly should, you, right. No, no breathing for you today. Stupid. <laughs> Why don't you take a knee and, and take the next couple of plays? Think off, about buddy. what you did. Think about what you did. <laughs> You come back. I later, mean, he. Dill Hall. Uh, he's uh, honestly like he. He should probably be most upset about League because League of Extraordinary, uh, extraordinary Gentlemen is um is just one of those ideas where it's not just an amazing idea, but you actually kind of get mad at yourself that you didn't have it. <laughs> it's like one of those type of things. Like like I invent stuff that is amazing all the time. I'm just not the first person to invent it. That that's that can be problematic. This was one of those things, but that movie was just, ugh, and God just, Almighty, was that movie to, bad? To throw out something, I love the Watchmen movie. Okay, half of it sucks. That's, of, that's fair. Half of it's real bad, but they took mm-hmm. something that should have been impossible to film, and they. Made a movie that's true. that resembled that's true. the book. Well, and, now, and you know what? Just and real this quick, is just real quick. I'll... Hold on to your oh, thought. Sure, sure. Compare that to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm-hmm. where the movie looked fucking nothing like any yeah. of the books. Yeah, so no. that's an important thing to know because now it's becoming like very popular. They'd be like, "Yeah, hey, remember Watchmen the movie? Fuck that movie!" Be like, "No, yeah. it was dope. It just wasn't Watchmen, and it was Watchmen light." It, it was, and, and you know what? Like, Look, it, it's a superhero movie, and it's not supposed. It to be. wasn't. It wasn't just Watchmen light. It was. It, you know how they have the, um, how they kind of have like the credits and and what have you before movies and and sometimes afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know, and and like with the Coens and stuff like that, they they kind of play around with this trickery uh, sometimes too, where um the the movie that you're watching is like inspired by a true story type deal. Yeah. Um but it was like that that's a very it's a it's a tenuous grasp on the on the uh, uh terminology because it absolutely was not Cujo whereas based on with a true story. <laughs> a guy and exactly. a dog that died once. Be like what? <laughs> with with uh with Watchmen uh you know based on the comic mm, I mean, loosely inspired by the comic should have probably been the the tag that they that they used for it because they changed. Excuse me, they changed some major stuff. I mean, just the fact that everyone is straight. Everyone has superpowers in that movie. Well, yeah, just yeah. Just by or, the way they like fight. Unex- right, right. Unexplained superpowers. Right. They 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 did turn super that aspect into it. Super something muscles. That it's, super yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh, no, you're right. It's a you're big right. misstep in what's but supposed here's to be thing. a character and, study. And and this is this is my this is my ultimate point is that um, even if you're util if you're if that's your experience, if that's the only experience that you have with this world, it's enough. Like that's enough. You do not have to have read um, the original comic. You don't need to have owned it in multiple iterations, like myself. Um, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to have uh, escaped from the island on a you know on a raft of dead bodies, like uh, some people you know we know, but uh, who will who remain unnamed. Um, you you don't need that. And and honestly, I've recommended it to people who have no 
uh, no background. They didn't read the comic. They certainly didn't watch the movie. They're still enjoying the hell out of it. It is such just to, just to steer the the steer the uh, the the Tesla back into the right lane. Um, it is such a good series. It is telling a story. It's telling a new story that we uh, that we have not been exposed to in any. Uh, you know, in, in any any platform that there is, um, and they're doing such a bang up job. They're they're kind of utilizing this world that more created, uh, and they're now doing something different. There, and it's funny too because we we did touch on this in the past uh, past episodes. They're kind of they they kind of have done with the the Watchmen world what ideally would have happened with the Star Wars extended 100%. um with the new trilogy you know what i'm it's saying the, like so you, you hand it off of what we exactly. all thought the new it's the was it's the be. ideal it's the ideal it's 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 taking the you know emptying out the toy box like the, the analogy that we use all the time and using those pieces that we're familiar with at, at the very least but telling a new awesome story with it and keeping it in the vein of what you're expecting like what you what you have your you know what you have your, your your you know your knife and fork and you're you're ready to have that experience it is delivering the series is so freaking good i i couldn't be happier i what i really love about it is it doesn't i don't mean this condescending it hasn't <laughs> reinvented any wheels no that's true it's not some impossible miracle on surface level but the 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 detail the choices um mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we should dive into spoiler territory so I'll avoid it but there's a character looking glass who makes you think of Rorschach but yes. he's not Rorschach no 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 they don't pretend he's Rorschach he doesn't borrow Rorschach's lines but you're like oh this is Watchmen this yep. is a character that could have very easily been in the graphic novel. Easily. Uh, uh, of course. Of and course. I would argue and he's not, every and he's not character the only one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Belongs right. in that universe. They do nods to the the newsstand. Very, mm-hmm. very obvious nods to the <laughs> newsstand. And it should suck. Because the movie yeah. had it. The movie showed you the newsstand right out of the graphic, right, right. but it wasn't. Well, and and I don't want this to be um, like the 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 subtitle for my topic to be, um, you know, Watchmen series great, Watchmen movie bad, because no. um, that's that's that that's an oversimplification. There were many parts of the Watchmen movie that I really did enjoy. Soundtrack is great. Um, and 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 you know what? Visually, it's a stunning movie. I, I really. Anyone who who disagrees, um, you, they 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 just don't get it, you know. And and that might be the most condescending that I'll ever sound ever sound in any of these conversations yeah, we've had. Up. But well, <laughs> um, yeah. Anybody who thinks that it doesn't look great, you're you're just wrong. The the Watchmen comic was very specific in not just the content of the story that they were telling and the. Um, the environment that they created um, and and that is just very palpable when you're reading it but the color scheme was uh, a very specific what well, it was I mean uh, like I said if it if uh, dare I say and I and I dare um, if they had uh, illustrated it any differently and colored it differently than they ultimately did it would have lessened the experience completely it would have taken it from an a double plus to probably like a like a b plus um it was you know it was just one of those like the perfect storm the perfect storm and the series you can say the exact same thing and again the the brilliant the brilliance of the series is kind of its overtness meaning like they punch you in the face with yellow Somehow it's such a forced thing, and yet it just feels right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's like you feel like okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's like you walked into a party, 
and for a split second, for the for the, and Charlie's dead. Uh, for, the, for the shortest, for the shortest of moments, you think, "Oh shit, I'm at the wrong party." But then something pops, and you recognize one person you know, and then all of a sudden, it kind of like comes into focus. Um, like, "Oh no, shit! The, the, here's that person. Here's this one. Here's that guy that owes me five bucks." You're like, "Nope, nope. I'm exactly, I'm exactly where I belong." It's it's kind of like one of those things. It it really is. And it's- Jeremy Irons is just. Putting Lord. on a fucking clinic. Lord. He is putting on a clinic. Word. He's like, remember those Batman movies? I was in. Sorry about that, but ah. here's now this. And also, maybe my favorite. Uh, and and this is funny too because you you talk about uh, everyone's a superhero. Um, so I'll I'll put that that tag to bit to bed, and I'll just say hero because she is my hero in this in this. Uh, in this story, and obviously, you know, I was I was certainly a fan to a certain degree beforehand. But Regina King Holy is shit. amazing in this show. She is so freaking good. I want to go back to two two seven. Knock on the door. Talk to the old lady hanging out of the, hanging out of the window, and uh, just say, "Hey, by the way, the girl living upstairs is a pimp. Get ready ah. because she's amazing." She she's unbelievable. Another person who she's so good. You know, I I feel like, and and I, this is probably always the case, and I'm probably being way too selfish about my own, you know, thirty yeah, thirty four. Usually years the case. Uh, rude, rude, accurate, <laughs> rude as hell. Every now and then you see someone who just gets that one more at bat. Sure. And goes so beyond what their reach was expected to be. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, yeah, no you you're right. I mean, she she's she works. She's like she does she does a lot. She's you're kind of always seeing her uh and and things here and there, but I can't think of anything along these lines that the any projects that she's been involved with. I mean, no, you know, no uh, um you know, I can't I can't think of anything uh, like this that she's done before everything that she's done has been been outstanding in its own right but nothing like this in terms of the 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 context the that particular world this type of um this type of story it just seems um, like something that just awesome she got the opportunity she clearly worked for it yeah but yeah. um i mean again john this is someone who prior to watchmen was best known for Ray, uh, sure. a, a second tier part, um, she crushes it in "If Beale Street Could Talk," but that's a newer movie. Uh, it's in a what? movie that oh, I don't okay. think um, yeah, yeah. got the attention it necessarily deserved. Then, well, she 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 won the Academy Award for it. So, but <laughs> well, because again, this is going to sound condescending, so it, it's hard. But did do people still talk about that film? No, no, about, people, about the film, no. People no. in the know talk about that film. Sure, sure. People who saw well, that like, film talk about that film. Right, right. Like, like a cin- cinephiles, uh, you know, know the movie. And, and, you know, anytime that you have those type of um, major awards, you know, some sometimes people will see a thing because... It was, you know, it's been recognized by the, you know, kind of like what I was talking about. When you have uh, a person or a, a body, you know, like the Academy Awards that says, hey, this is this is worthwhile to, to watch or this particular performance is worthwhile. A lot of times people will say, OK, well, if you say it, then then I trust you all. I'll go ahead. You know, not not everybody has me like you do, Charlie. Yeah. That's so true. you you know you ha- you have to be understanding that people only have uh, so many hours in their day, but yeah, no, no. Like I said, I I, Dude, I just want to give that, her her due, her due credit. Two and Big Bang Theory, the TV show. <laughs> First of all, that she's known Legally for. Blonde two, Red, White, and Blonde was was just a swell movie. We're so, talking so about don't try Geniality two, much different franchises, oh. <laughs> begging for a crossover. Yeah, yeah, that 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 needs to happen. I mean, you know, Boys in the Hood was was no slouch either. But like I said, not nothing uh, in the in the vein of I'm telling you um, what I am the storytelling style Watchmen for, is. and now it'll be Watchmen. 
and I'm much well, more yeah. comfortable living in the world that showcases <laughs> her, uh, you know, head and shoulder. You talk about Christopher Reeves will always be known for, for Superman. Time will tell if it's something like that. Um, but Christopher Nolan is tied to Batman now forever. There are worse things to be tied to than Watchmen. You know, it takes that. Well, it takes that. Well, this this iteration, higher. sure. I think you had more to say than sure. I got real. Uh, uh, nope. You're like no. That is that is a. <laughs> Did you, you lean into the uh, into the speakers on that one? Nope. Nope. That that was pretty much it. Nope. Done um, and done. But, <laughs> but yeah, no. That that was you know. I, again, I I I think my ultimate point was um, almost. Um, you know the the series is almost a redemption the the movie was so um so 50/50 split i feel like on its reception that when the series was announced people were were genuinely surprised like why why, why would you make that especially and and this is uh again i, I realize i'm up against the clock now especially but um especially because when they did try to kind of pick up the ball where where Alan Moore dropped it and keep on running, um, you know, the DC I'm talking about, um, largely, and I'm including kind of the stuff that they're just slapping around in, in the comics now, um, largely that that new stuff, the continuation stuff, um, the you know what happened to this one, um, has been kind of doo doo. Uh, has so, certainly been disappointing know, at bare minimum disappointing is disa- <laughs> disappointing is the, the the gentlest way that I think that that can be said because things like um things like like after watchmen and you know after watchmen the, before watchmen during watchmen watchmen yeah, the yeah, next to generation the side of watchmen watchmen 90210 um, <laughs> watchmen boogie nights uh, actually, that 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 might be worth watching. I mean, it sounds um, like American hero story. Yeah, no, like like Doomsday Clock, and you know, and like I said, everything now where they're trying to shoehorn, and I'm using that word very specifically for what they're doing, shoehorn these characters into the DC universe, and and really they're just trying to pull all the shenanigans that they that they have screwing with the DC world. Uh, they're trying to blame it on my poor, poor bald. Dr. Manhattan, look, he walks around, he shows off his blue shots. Why? He, just because the man's naked and on Mars doesn't mean you got to try to blame everything on him. Give me a freaking break. They're the same number um, of molecules in my exposed <laughs> as there are in my unexposed <laughs> uh, He's not wrong about that. Um, but the end is nigh. So, uh, so yeah, like, like I, I just want on the record officially, if you are not watching... The Watchmen, <laughs> that was intentional. Um, then, then you know what? Then I, I would tell you to be aware of the Cyclops, but you wouldn't know what I meant. Ah. So you would kind of deserve whatever's coming. Exactly right. Enjoy your movies, you stupid idiots. Uh, with that <laughs> being said, that is time. Yes. Good, perfect. Good, good stuff right there. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, DC... Uh, has the aptitude to f- screw up. We all we oh, all wow. know it. Um, it's all DC all the time this episode. I, yeah, I mean, we're going to just keep the uh, the good times rolling with that. With that being said, I have to punish them when they screw up. Oh, he's salty again. And I have to re- reward them. Oh, he's when sweet. They, when they steal a victory from defeat. Okay. So, uh, I know you don't read it religiously, but we're talking, my boy, uh, the second most important schwanz in all of DC Comics. We're talking about Dick Grayson himself. Oh, boy. Here we so, go again. a lot of headlines went around this week. My uh, favorite is the one that probably got me the most fury- infuriated prior to reading the comic. Mm-hmm. The headline was this. Oh. DC's Nightwings, DC's Nightwing rather, gets new identity and costume. I would like you to guess the sound I made when I read that. Huh. I'm gonna say uh, I'm going to go with 
uh, I'm going to go with petrified groan. It was a combination of coughing, <laughs> me telling them to go fuck themselves, oh, okay. and me just being like, I don't even like Nightwing anyway. <laughs> so I In s- all fairness, you were probably coughing already. <clears throat> you know what? You want to know what? <laughs> you know what, John? You're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, my boy Robin, or the original Robin, Nightwing, Dick Grayson, greatest lover of many women in Bloodhaven <laughs> and Gotham, uh, the 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 best masked crime fighter to come out of Gotham. That's right. <laughs> wow. I'll fight you. He's swinging from the heels. So, Batman 55. Not too long ago. Uh, he got shot in the fucking head. Shit Just, happens. Spoiler. Uh, shut your mouth if you're not up to date. <laughs> he gets shot in the face meeting with stupid-ass Commissioner Gordon and Bruce because Bruce oh. does nothing but make things worse. How are you going to take shots of Commissioner Gordon and it's Movember? Yeah, it's my bad. Sorry, <laughs> So when he came to... They decided the best path for my boy was to go full uh, soap opera. And he didn't know who he was. Sure. He didn't know who Bruce Wayne was or who Barbara uh-huh. Gordon was or who shit dick uh, Damien is. He blocked uh, out all of that inappropriate oh, touching I, I that happened when everything. he was running around with the good little green panties on. Oh, I, I don't remember things. <laughs> all right. So I'm furious. As you can tell. Because that's dumb. Sorry, DC. <laughs> you fucking dumb. And I hate you. And I kept in the back of my mind saying they're not, they're not going to do that thing where, like, he is now Night Prowler. <laughs> and he, uh, his new name is Gick Dason. Uh, but, fun fact... He absolutely starts going by Rick Grayson. <laughs> and I'm mad. Uh, they start doing something kind of interesting, albeit the wor- like the dumbest path to this. <laughs> but he like gets told who he was, what he did, and he goes, oh, that's dumb. I don't like any of that. <sighs> Screw it. I'm not going to be a, a masked Avenger. Uh, that sounds stupid. And you sound like a bad dad, Bruce. So I'm Whoa. like, an interesting way to get He's to the story, thing, I, right? the, the story I wrote in, in my bedroom 20 <laughs> years ago. You're a bad dad. I hate you. Fuck you. Die. Fair. So uh, he's now going by Rick. He doesn't want to do this stuff. He still knows Kung Fu because, of course, he remembers that. He sure. still helps people because he's, he's still a good dude. But he's like, I'm not going to be Nightwing. This is, this is dumb. He starts having these dreams uh, of his old life. It's kind of like him talking to him. Uh, And he's like, I'm not going to listen to you, me. You're a douche. He's going to therapy. I'm like, this is interesting. This is is shades of that uh, amazing little four-part departure that Superman did a few years ago where he was just kind of traveling the country with his family. And you were kind of just learning a lot about them. I'm like, this is really dope. Uh, Then it turns out he didn't get amnesia. The Court of Owls has been screwing with him. They've been doing like, they've been injecting him with drugs. They've been doing psychological manipulation. Uh, So they've been like orchestrating this whole thing. So I'm already like. He's just a mental midget. Yeah, he he really just gets worked over pretty easy. They just held a watch in front of him. Did they did they sell him a timeshare too while they were at it? Holy crap! Yeah, but it's a lot better than <laughs> I hit my head. I forgot who I was. Now I mean, called barely. Me How dare you? Uh, what's cool is where they wound up. Dan Jur- Jurgens brought it to a pretty cool place. Uh, he is now the new talent. So he's the guy in charge of the Court of Owls. Now I know everything I just said to you. Was dumb as hell. It was. You went a real long distance to get there. But they have been slowly telling the story for years now. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, didn't didn't he 
originally kind of like run in with the Court of Hours like two years ago? Uh, I think it was th- I think it was like three. Oh my um, God, it was. That's it a was... long time to have a bomb planted inside you, Damien. Yeah. Um, it, what's really really cool about it? Um, it goes. It, it, it 2017 is uh is kind of when it started because it turned out his like grandfather was in the Court of Owls. Yeah. So the thing I really dig about it now. This is going back to when he was wearing red. If you remember that weird period sure. of night winging, yeah. um, it had a it was a great story. It went back to Haley's Circus, the whole nine. I, it's a payoff done sloppily, because <laughs> like why not do this over? Why not try to do this over three years? Uh, but you know, people at DC seem to hate Nightwing. They don't like the long stories, uh-huh. so it is as close as I think DC is capable. Of telling long, tiered stories. You you know what it is, it it, and and it really comes down to something that we had touched on with when we were talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, you you cannot have, you know, and and I realize the you know the the idioms uh, are kind of commonplace at this point, but the the you know too many. I'm gonna use the the non. Uh, you know the the non-insulting one, and say the too many too many cooks in the kitchen, uh, one too many chefs, what have you, in the kitchen. Um, they have too many people with their mitts on the steering wheel, and and that's the reason why you cannot possibly tell cohesive long-term stories because you know I, I was gonna say I mean I, I remember Dick as he's uh, should be should be uh, referred to. As I mean, I remember that they had turned into a secret agent. Um, they have him smashing it. Honestly, like the the most interesting thing, and this is not his that not his fault. As if I'm talking about a real person, um, this is not his fault. When you're a derivative character to begin with, they need to do anything they possibly can in order to differentiate you from your uh your original version, and in most cases superior version because no offense charlie but when you're the second one to show up uh, a lot of times all all the good stuff has been taken um yeah and and ultimately i think that's the thing with with uh with with dick grayson robin nightwing whatever the hell you want to call him paul um is is that look the owl boy (laughs) ultimately he is a derivative character so you need to um, you need to throw crap at that person that ultimately you might not throw at the original. Now, also, he has working against him the fact that there are multiple copies run off at the machine when they, when they, you know, when the when they hit the derivative button, they were like, okay, boom, kaboom, 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 and um, I mean, look, the. the Honestly, it's it's worse than Gremlins because at least Gremlins you can ultimately get rid of, throw them in the microwave, you know, stick them in the sunlight, do what you got to do. I mean, they can't get rid of all these freaking, you know, photocopy uh, Dick Graysons that they have running around, and and they keep on coming up with more as if that's the solution to the problem. But this you're, one's you're right. an alien. You know, you're right, <laughs> and and you know, uh, uh, spoilers notwithstanding. Um, what that sounds like to me, Charlie, it, it sounds to me like somebody got their hands on it and were was uh, in the process of reading back issues and found kind of this loose thread that could be tugged on to reveal, you know, like an arm length run of something that they could uh, put between, you know, the cover and the and the back. Uh, and, and, and that's really what it seemed like. But honestly, it seems like somebody at D.C., or some several somebodies that they were playing the John and Charlie game, and they were like, yeah. "Hey, you know what? We what might be cool in their case, um, you know, what if?" And then they just kind of went on a tangent. And the other thing that I that I do recognize and and I think is worth saying is that the longer that characters have been around, the 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 sloppier their histories become. And that's the reason why things like what ifs and imagine imagine this and 
um, you know, alternate uh, realities and multiverses. That's the reason why those concepts are so important. Because sometimes you want to take a particular property, like a, a Dick Grayson, let's say, and and put them in the mud and and kind of see how they'll how they'll yeah. pop out clean on the other side. And when you have a, a continuity that you need to contend with and, and play within the boundaries of, that does become limiting. So when you do some shit like this, where you're like, oh, he 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 did, you know, uh, he's on General Hospital now and he lost his memory and he's really his own twin and he's his father and uh, he's an alien and also a dinosaur as well. Um, when when you do stuff like that, it becomes instantly irritating. Because like we were just talking about before, when you sit down, when you're at Baskin Robbins, you want to have some ice cream. You're not going there for freaking frozen yogurt. Fuck off. And this is this is them kind of like handing you frozen yogurt and saying like, oh, it's kind of the same thing. It's a try it. Maybe you'll like it. Yeah. Well, you know, what, motherfucker, maybe I won't give me my money back. You know what's screwed up, though? And and it could be that I'm a sucker for Nightwing. One of my favorite characters. How dare you? (laughs) <laughs> uh they seem to hate him they've i've i've lived dick grayson specifically or Robin? they they specifically hate dick grayson oh, they've tried not, to kill him for years not compared to some they did the agent of spiral thing um i mean but but i want to talk about it who would mm-hmm. you say is the most hated robin well i mean jason todd john but jason todd has been red hood consecutively the star yeah. of multiple books consistently yes, yes. But, over the last but here, years. here's the thing here here's the thing um and i'm gonna use the sports analogy in in this yes, case please. so if you have a player on your team that for one reason or another you elected to either trade away uh or not resign um, what would the reason for that be? So, so this person's wearing wearing your laundry. He's got your jersey on his shoulders, and when the time comes, you either trade him away or elect not to resign him. Why would that be? Because uh, they're underperforming. Because they're 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 not their the, their value isn't that high. Let's let's be kind and just you know kind of generally say, well, they're not worth it. And then that player, two, three years later, is back on the squad. Are you going to get super excited about that? Is no, that going to make not. you pick up your phone and text your little brother and say, hey, guess what? Guess who's back on the team? No, it's it's not. You're, you're not going to, you know, your, your panties are going to remain untwisted. Very dry. And totally dry. <laughs> um, what and, brand? Uh, and, yeah, there's there's an example of it, folks. Um so that that's what I would say. So okay, yeah. So they they kill the freaking kid. They bring him back for the dead. There was no parade down the the you know avenue of champions for him to come back. Even though oh he's a bad guy now, and they they fucking ruined that also when they, they really kept did. on they when they just Hush kept so on good, kind of going back. It was Hush not was him. So good. You know what Hush was? Hush is the equivalent of a movie that was always intended to be a standalone and then they make a fucking sequel to it and blow the whole thing uh you know like i don't want to i don't want to completely steer uh steer off the cliff into the ravine but there's there's about 50 excuse me 50 examples that i can think of between comics and movies um, that that exactly make that same point, but I don't think it really needs to be. The drum does not have to be pounded on that. You know that that's. I think we can all agree uh, on that. You know, corporate greed is not limited to uh, um, ah. cell phone manufacturers or banks. Comics and movies do it too. It's just it's. <sighs> I why? I know, baby. It's okay. Come come and get a hug. So, uh, uh, and again, I don't want to steer this negative. I almost want to play the what if game. Mm-hmm. If they don't like Nightwing, I don't know why I said his name weird. And you have this sort of idea. Why not sit on it for a year? Why not end his book? Right? Nightwing no more. You could do a great three part. Him, him seeing the psychologist, Batman being worried, him helping people, but he's like not going to put on a mask. Uh-huh. 
my name is Rick now, which is terrible. We all know it. <laughs> that is just dumb. And then you go like, yep, no, that character's done. There's not going to be a new Nightwing. He's not getting replaced. Right, Dick right, right. Grayson's not. He's going to be whatever Dick Grayson is. He's going to go run a sure. card store. Well, let me let me ask you this. Com- and, and like, a, you know, we, we do play that what if game often. Um, but, you know, uh, for me, uh, considering, you know, somebody somebody hands me the, the controls and says, OK, well, now you're in charge of the timelines, the ultimate timelines of, you know, uh, characters X, Y and Z. And, you know, and Mr. Grayson is right in there considering that Kingdom Come is continuity that that, you know, we, we have what we've always talked about when you when you're talking about timelines and you have a point A and you have a point, you know, Z, like a finish line. Um, if you're building ultimately towards the Kingdom Come as that's an inevitability, then even when you have offshoots. Uh, which they have, obviously, with like the the restarts and the new fifty two, and now kind of dragging in, uh, you know, shop shop back to my topic, dragging in the Watchmen characters and kind of jamming them into the works, and um, those are all offshoots off of your timeline. But if you've always said, and they've never not said it, that Kingdom Come is going to be kind of where this is all going, uh, if there was a finish line to head towards, um. Those lines would have to re, you know, have to re-diverge uh, back to the same destination. So, in other words, where they had a split-off point, they're also going to have a, you know, get-back-together point, whatever the hell that's called. So, what what happens to him ultimately? Dick Grayson becomes Red Robin as as his his finale. Right in the in the last chapter, he's Red Robin. He's not Red Nightwing. So if True. he's Nightwing no more and, you know, he doesn't have the rabid following, certainly he's not Batman. No offense, Charlie. Um, How he's dare not you? Batman. <laughs> he just isn't, you he's know, better. and you, <laughs> um, I would say, OK, well, then steer that story arc back. Let, let's not have to go like a full 90 degree turn and have him that he's working at TD Bank someplace and he's behind ah. the counter. Um, something along those lines, and and now you don't see him anymore. He certainly wor- He has stories that are worth telling, because what he really is is he. You can tell Batman stories that you cannot use Batman for. Yeah. They, they. It's the solution of where like there's no there's no Wolverine Junior. over in Marvel, and that's what they really. Well, I mean X twenty three. I was going to say X-23 kind of is. I'm a but, clone um, and a girl. Look at my foot claw. <laughs> Fuck X-23 too. <laughs> but, um, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you, you would Rawr. avoid that having Wolverine in eight simultaneous titles. You avoid that problem when you have the junior version that you hey, can throw hey, in Marvel. there. Hey, Marvel, and, are you listening? <laughs> well, someone, please, please do. Um, You can, that's what he can do. That's what he can be. Ultimately, for Batman, see the thing with the the, the Batman Dick Grayson relationship is that Batman keeps on getting new Dick Graysons. That really needs to stop. They need they need to stop giving him sidekicks, um, unless they want to hire us and, and they want to use our version because we've got a real the doozy. best version. I just great. I mean, and and you know, I'm I'm not gonna self promote too much, and I'm certainly not gonna give it away for free. But we have. What I think is just a perfect, um, just a, a perfect third act for Dick Grayson in DC Comics. In the comics, comics, as they're HQ, constituted. The way, yes, exactly. I got no problem with co-branding. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Um, and we'll even go 50-50 on the movie rights because that's 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 gotta happen. Um, you know, It'd be what, irresponsible what, if it didn't. <laughs> um, what what we had thought of um, uh, to to do with that character is not just um, just by comparison um, head and shoulders above the way that they're just kind of farting around back and forth. Not really. It seems like they they don't know what to do with him. In all honesty, um, I think well, it's we have they don't want to use him. No, I and don't they think feel that, like that's, that's what it is. Compelled. If they can make money. 
they're going to use him. I mean, he's the, the name is familiar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if and hilarious. You, if I could just give you the two cent fix for all of this. Please. If you wanted to do this talent storyline, he should have gone away for a year. Talent shows up as a new big bad for Batman. You get the sweet reveal that it's Dick. You tell the story retroactively that he was like under fucking drugs and shit. He can't bear to be around Bruce once he's saved. He turns the fucking Clark because Clark's always been the steady hand in his life. The cool mm. uncle that he calls when he's mad at his dad. Sure. And what you do that is you tell an, you tell an early, the earliest version of that inevitable Kingdom Come story where Superman convinces him of his value. Then you could do these amazing stories where why the fuck does Superman go to Batman, who's a douche, for help when he does have Batman Jr.? So you build that relationship. So if you are building towards Kingdom Come, when Superman returns, of course Dick Grayson's back. Sure, sure. That's his that's this cool uncle. Yeah. What an interesting true. story to tell. And if you need to stretch it out, little Superboy could be jealous of their relationship. Because Superman can talk to Dick as a adult. He doesn't have to sugarcoat shit like he does for his kid. It's an interesting yeah. story. It's good Rocky Five starring Superman and Dick Grayson. <laughs> and then you can have the speech. You're yeah. better than this. Oh, man. When we get to the Rocky Balboa version of Superman, <laughs> I used to hold you in my hand. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's true. And it, oh, it's just for the record, because... if they never tell the fucking Superboy feeling like he's in the shadow of fucking Superman story, I riot. Uh, please. Superboy, to the, look, I, I'm gonna pull the, I'm gonna pull the, uh, the the uh, the the old old man get off my lawn card and say, there's one Superboy and he went to the future and his name was Clark. No, but there's totally this other one. I'll slap the shit out of you and you'll never have to cough again. His, his technically, I guess too. <laughs> Connor's like, Listen. what the fuck about me? It's not in, in <laughs> I have a tattoo that's Fucking a Superman clone. S. <clears throat> Just John gross. loves clones. The episode the name oh, of this episode. God. Oh man. You know what it is? John Heaven Heart Emoji hell. Clones. <laughs> if there's if there's a hell I'm going to I'm going to show up there and it's going to be just John's hell is called Attack of the Clones and has nothing to do with Star Wars. You are aware of the irony of you hating clones, right? Oh yeah, no, because I have to do a podcast with one every fucking week. You got you got yourself a tubby <laughs> young one, baby. They left me simultaneously too long in the vat and too short. That feedback was strapped on an extra few months. <laughs> what would John be like if he was a little less charming, a little funnier, <laughs> way younger, and way fatter? Let's find out. Here's a Charlie. Listen, you named I, him I Charlie. Yeah, with, we needed a name as boring as John. I disagree with several of those uh, of those categories that you've attributed, but I'm not going to tell you which and just mess with your head until Thursday. You know what? You want to know what? <laughs> Fair. Fair, my friend. Uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 justice for Nightwing is what I want. <laughs> I want someone to make a Watchmen style TV series about Nightwing. I just, where it's I just good. don't see it happening. You know what? Fuck <laughs> How about that? And that is time. Thank God. How dare you? <laughs> I'm going to clone this episode, make you listen to it every day oh, forever. No. No. Oh, she died of heartbreak. <laughs> Next time I'm feeling negative, I'm just going to shit on all the Star Wars stuff I hate. Because Mandalorian is great. Uh, Everything else can kiss my dick. That's right, Porg. Baby Yoda makes it worth it. He really does. I just want to hug his little face. For the CEO of U.S. Comics, I am the COO of U.S. Comics. Uh, Thank you for putting up with those coughs. Make sure you rate, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. That really, really helps out all the analytics. Like the posts. Go back retroactively on Instagram. Like them all. Every single one of them. U.S. Comics HQ. Tell you, Grandma. She would love us. I'm about to cough. (coughs) There it was. 
<laughs> U.S. Comics HQ is the headquarter for all of our to- headquarters for all of our tomfoolery. Not going to edit that. Just going to let both headquarter and headquarters sit. <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. Yeah. His name's John. My name's Charlie. And we will see you post our turkey comas on yes. the next Wednesday Comic Book Day U.S. Comics Cast Day. Hoorah. Hey, now. Come gather around, people, wherever you roam. And admit that the waters around you have grown. And accept that soon you'll be drenched to the bone. If your time to you is worth saving, then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone. For the times, they are a-changing. Come writers and critics who prophesize with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling now where it's naming For the loser now will be late and win All the times they are a-changing